Jack Armstrong. Jacko, how are you doing now that you're back at home? Megan, I'm doing good. Just doing the laundry, going through the mail. So uh, all that fun stuff when you're gone for two weeks, playing catch-up. You finally got that two-week roadie over. It's in the. It's in your your rearview mirror. They finished three and three. What impressed you most over those six games, or concerns you the most over those six games about uh, this Raptors squad? I'll do both. Uh, the thing that impressed me is the fact they could have gone five and one. They really had one clunker, the Denver game. I mean, they theoretically could have be, could have won San Antonio and Golden State and kicked those games away in the fourth quarter. I mean, really, those teams were ready to be beat. And um, so that's the positive, that they were ultra-competitive uh, and, and that uh, their depth is sound and uh, the, the young guys are playing pretty well and they got through some injuries and, uh, you know, and, and adversity. And, and here they are at 5-3 and three with a 3-3 three and three road trip and actually could have been better. Uh, so that's, that's the check. And I guess the, the negative would be, even though they shot it well last night, I'm still concerned with their, uh, you, know, you know, the style of play they're going to incorporate. And I have no problem with it whatsoever. I like the fact that they're moving the ball more. I like the fact that they're spacing the floor more, using the three-point shot as a floor spacer and, and, and opens things up a little bit more for their offense. And I think that fits kind of what their team could be. I just think they lack probably one shooter. And I think if they had one more guy on the team that could shoot the ball and make the shot, let alone shoot it, but make it consistently, I think, uh, I think this, team's, I th- this team could be dangerous. And uh, so that, that to me is what, kind of what jumps out of me right now. Some good, bad, and ugly over the trip, as you mentioned, Jacko. And it was such a tough trip uh, so early in the season overall how would you grade how they fared over the last couple of weeks oh i'd say a b you know I, I think good i mean uh again i mean they could have they could have come home five and one i mean they really could have uh or a four and two uh but you know when you go on these trips and I don't care if there's a back-and-back. This is my 20th year doing Raptor games. It's the first trip I've ever had where we haven't had a back-to-back. Six games or 13, 14 nights. I don't even know what it was. Uh, you know, so I don't care if you've got days off in between. You get road-weary after a while, and you just get sick of being on the road, and you're away from your family and all the things that are going on at home when you're not there. and It's just tough. And uh, I think they got through it pretty well. But anytime you go on the West Coast and you – you can go uh, three and three or better. I think you've you've done pretty good. And you know what's the key to a good season? Go five hundred on the road or better, and have a very good record at home. And I, I think if you look at the formula for the Raptors the last four years, they've been pretty good at that. They've been above five hundred on the road, and they've been very good at home. And that equals a real good season. And I you know they're two and zero oh at home right now, three and three. On the road, and if they can continue on that pace, you know what are they five and three right now? Just put that uh, together over a course of eighty games, you're winning fifty, fifty-one games, which is which is, in my opinion, a good season for this team. And and it's, and you hope that these young guys get better as the year goes on. Jack, congrats on your twentieth season calling the raps. Yeah, I've survived. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those weren't easy, I'm sure. Well, the last four years have been a lot of fun, and uh, the, the, but there were a lot of years that it, they were really bad. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, overall, it's been an incredible experience. So uh, 
And I think sometimes we forget how good these last four years have been. I, I started my first year as Vince Carter's rookie year, and that was magical. But as magical as it was, these teams the last four years have had a better run than any of those teams in terms of just the success during the regular season. So it's been a lot of fun. With that being said, though, and seeing how the seasons shape out over the last 20 seasons, what do you take from this part of the season, obviously? Because it's early and some people could say, like, is the Magic going to be where they are come April? Who knows? But what things can you take from this part of the season based on what the Raptors are doing, what other teams are doing, that you could say you can see through the rest of the season? Well, in the Eastern Conference, um, Boston uh, and, and, you know, Boston, I, I, I just think Brad Stevens does a fabulous job as a former coach. You know, for a guy to get Butler to the NCAA championship game back-to-back years, and quite frankly, they were doing it honestly, <laughs> uh, that, that shows me the guy can flat-out coach. Uh, you know, what they say about Don Shula, he could take his and beat yours, he could take yours and beat his. Uh, that's Brad Stevens. I think he's that good. I mean, if I were a, a GM of any NBA team, if I were an athletic director at any college program, he'd be he'd be uh, he'd be my number one guy that I'd want. I think he's that good. And you know, you look at losing a, a, a impact guy like Gordon Hayward. They started 0 and 2, and now they've won seven in a row. It's the first team in NBA history to ever do that. And uh, you know, he's got two young players playing with amazing confidence. And uh, they're going to be in the hunt. I thought they were going to fade to the between five and eight slots of the East. I think they're going to be right in the in the hunt for the first seed. And, you know, and that's trouble for the Raptors. I think. Uh, I think you know the Cavs. You know, they'll figure it out. I, 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 you know, but the problem for them is right now, as great as LeBron is, that he needed to play forty two, forty three minutes last night in an early season game to do it. But they got some guys banged up. Uh, they'll figure it out. I think they're just kind of like Golden State, kind of going through the motions right now. But uh, you know, and, and I guess Orlando would be the team that surprises me. Uh, they've shot it better than I thought, and you know they've been together, and now they're figuring it out a little bit. And I would say Detroit is a team I thought could be good, uh, and they they're playing better than I thought they could. I mean, they had a great win at Golden State. They've had a win at Clippers. I, and you look at uh, what a Drummond last night, 14 to 16 from the free throw line. If he makes a high percentage of free throws, they're going to be tough to beat. Jack, uh, in terms of the wraps, as we know, depth is a good problem to have, but it does put some pressure on the coaching staff to utilize it uh, correctly. We've seen Dwayne Casey expand the rotation a little bit over the last couple games, understandably in the altitude. Now that they're coming home, how would you pare down the rotation, or would you specifically at that center position where we've seen them use uh, JV, Nagara, and Pirtle, uh, all three of them in each of the last two games? Uh, I, I think I think the spot that he's got to have to look at is Fred Van Vliet, in my opinion. Um, I, I just think that... Uh, with the second unit as good as they're playing, I still think you need a guy that can attract a second defender. I think that's such a key in, in the NBA is to have a legitimate guy that the defense really concerns himself with. And I think if you have a guy with C.J. Miles in that second unit who's legit, like a Kyle Lowry, like we saw with Corey Joseph, then I think some of those minutes got to start going there. And I think that I think they become a better team overall. Maybe bring get Lowry out a little earlier, which they're doing now, 
and then reinsert him with the second unit. And I, I think Lowry's numbers are down a little bit because I think his numbers, are, his minutes are down a little bit. But I think he's had a good floor game. I think he's really doing a good job getting guys involved and, and getting other people touches. So I think he's given up some of his offense to get others, and he's really enjoying it. If you watch Lowry's reaction of Pascal Siakam and Jakob Pertl and Lucas Nogueira, I mean, he, he's having fun playing with these guys. He, he's excited about them. So I think that's very selfless on his part, and I admire and respect that. Uh, that would be the one thing. And I think uh, you got to roll with the hot hand. i tell you what, there were times last night that Siakam, Pirtle, and Nagara looked better than Abaka and Valanchunas. So I think you got good internal competition, and in spite of the fact you got a lot of money sunk into Valanchunas and Abaka, and they're your starters, uh, if they're not going that night, uh, I think your loyalty's to winning. And I, I think you keep that relatively fluid. You give your starters their minutes. They better play well. And if they don't, then you look elsewhere. And to me, I think, again, your only loyalty is winning. Jack, I got, a, I got a fun one for you before we let you go. You're around these guys as much as anyone else, with the exception of them being around themselves. Who is, in this short of time that you've had with them, who would you say is the funniest of all the Raptors players when it comes to the behind the scenes that we as fans and media don't always get to see? Well, I think funny, uh, you know, a guy, you know, the, I think Lucas Nogueira has got a great sense of humor. I think Jonas Valanciunas has a, a very witty uh, sense of humor. Those are a few guys that absolutely jump out at me. Um, guys that are just so upbeat and happy and easygoing. Uh, DeLon Wright is such a pleasant young man and and Jakob Pertl, both of them are just you know just real gentlemen and Pascal Siakam I mean all their kids are uh they jump I mean like uh, Fred Van Vliet they they got some good high character guys I give Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster Dwayne Casey I mean they've really done a good job of of bringing in you know good high character guys and like uh, OG's a, a, a quiet young man uh, but very mature, very serious, uh, nice manners, nice young man. And uh, that, to me, impresses me more than anything else. It's just that I think the Raptors, from an organizational perspective, uh, they're not into dealing with knuckleheads, and they're, and they're into bringing good, high-character, blue-collar, hard-working guys that are respectful and that are good representatives of the team. So uh, there's a lot of fun guys, but there's also guys that are just more than anything else very professional. And to me, uh, that's, that's really nice to see. Jack, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you in the past 20 years with the Raptors, and here's to 20 more. Amen to that. i got to get back to now doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, Jack. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> All right, bye-bye.